in a world where Mondays are taken over by a machine. Welcome to Machine Mondays. Hello, 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 Machiniacs and Shmodown fans, and welcome to another episode of Machine Mondays. I'm Janine the Machine, and first off, as usual, I gotta give a huge thank you to David B for creating this awesome track for me, the official machine theme. Thank you so much, David B. And if you wanna check him out, you can find him at David B Music21 on Twitter. Also gotta give a huge thank you to Kevin the Smasher Smet for that awesome voice intro. I love it so much, and of course, so excited to be a part of the squad. If you want to check out everything Kev has going on, you can find him on Twitter at KevSmets. Let's get into today's episode. Lots to discuss. <laughs> um, exciting developments, some disappointing moments, but we're going to get into all of it on today's episode. So uh, we had our second episode of Friday Night Titans. I was honored to be a part of that. So Let's just get into all the story stuff and everything that went down. Uh, So we open with Christian talking to Dagnino and he kind of just says, I'm going to throw you a random match, whatever I feel like, you know, on the day, I'm just going to throw that up. And that's what your match is going to be. He whispers to him and tells him what the match is. But we at this moment do not know what it will be. Uh, Then we see Zafflert and Flaus with his new team. And he challenges uh, Koi and says, "Uh, my new team here wants to play Shazam. Um, Koi is like, no way, your team is not going to play the champions, but they will play the Mercs in a different capacity. So he throws out a match between uh, the ruling class, Whitney and Ty, who are now a team, uh, Ty Lieberman, and they will play the Mercs new team of Plot Twist, made up of Brandon Hanna and Liz Shannon Miller. So definitely solid team. Brandon is now the Hornet. Uh, so, uh, definitely exciting new character stuff. He's now a face. So I think him and Liz are going to be a really solid team. I really like that, that pairing. I like that he's with the Mercs. I think it's a really great fit and I'm really excited to see where Brandon does this season, especially seeing him in teams. Cause like he is purely known for inner geekdom. So him kind of delving into another realm, uh, also very exciting. Flaus has his team of Ty Lieberman and Whitney, uh, Seibold playing a uh, plot twist. So that is the first match we are about to see. Then we do get another scene of me just kind of, you know, we had a, a, a previously, which I kind of like that previously on the Schmodown. Um, we kind of go through what happened with me. Um, Roxy kind of betraying Kevin, me calling her out on it, leaving the stars, me kind of throwing the offer out to Ethan, Ethan betraying me and saying he's with Roxy, me accepting their challenge to a match leading to me kind of being on my own, going into this match by myself, not knowing what to do. Uh, So then I'm kind of just, you know, talking to Alex Marzonia and I'm just like, oh, it just sucks. You know, I don't have anybody. I'm on my own. I don't have a faction. I don't have a manager. And then here walk in my boys, Kevin and Kaiser walk in and, just so excited and they offer me a spot in the dungeon I happily accept and we are in this and they walk me out for my first match of the season super super exciting just such an honor to be with the dungeon 
that like what I said in my post match was not a lie. Like while I love Roxy and I love that she picked me for the stars and um, you know, I was so happy and excited to be chosen by her and everything that we were able to do. Um, I always wanted to be in the dungeon because Kevin is one of my best friends and I love Kaiser and Kevin has been like a great friend and study buddy and support system and you know same for me to him so I mean it's something I always wanted but and Kaiser always kind of building me up each season like he wanted to try to get me and then didn't work out so I would always give him a lot of shit for you know you talk me up you know Kaiser you're always saying you want me in the dungeon but then you never you know draft me when it comes time to pick and so, you know, I gave him shit about that for a long time. So this has definitely been like a long time coming. So which is really exciting for me to be in a faction with my friends. And and it's going to make the season that much more fun for me because, you know, while I do consider Roxy a friend and I did consider her a friend before all of the trauma, um, you know, Kevin is someone I talk to on a daily basis. Kevin is someone who has supported me through stuff and I've supported him through stuff. And, um, you know, we're in each other's lives to a certain extent. So I think that just makes this like 10 times more special. So really, really excited to be in the dungeon and just that whole reveal. And I hope the fans really loved seeing me end up there. I know I saw a lot of speculation as to where I was going to end up. So I think it's a perfect fit and I'm super excited. So we do end up going into the first match, the ruling class of Ty and Whitney versus plot twist, Brandon and Liz. So um, pretty solid first round. Uh, Brandon, he's playing great. Really proud of him. As you know, like I said, team's play is not really his main thing. So he played great. 21 to 19 ruling class taking the lead. Uh, ruling class goes first they spin away from ice cube end up getting scores and soundtracks and they do kind of uh get a little shaky they miss right off the bat a big two-point question and a plot twist does pick up that two-point steal they get the second correct they get the third correct and multiple choice the fourth correct and multiple choice and get the fifth correct so not a bad round two plot twist they end up getting wizarding world so of course perfect for uh, Brandon I'm pretty sure that's probably what he put on the wheel but uh you know you never know but considering they stuck with it you know uh pretty clear there and they sweep go completely perfect so then they are now a point uh, ahead 28 to 27 going into that final round um ruling class goes first they get their two-pointer in Gene Hackman Whitney takes it gets it correct uh, Brandon takes the two in Amblin and he misses not knowing Hook was definitely giving him a lot of crap for that. Like Brandon, watch Hook. Come on. It's a great movie. It's part of so many people's childhoods. Come on, Brandon, like get a little nostalgic. So he ended up missing that one, uh, bouncing it to Liz to get the three in Western. She got it correct. Uh, Ty takes the three in Matt and Ben. He gets it correct. Um, then it's on to the five for, um, plot twist in Tom Cruise and they do get it correct. So it's just on ruling class to get their five in black cinema. And after some repeats, they end up pulling it out and getting the win. So Brandon really kicking himself for not getting that too. I know he was really frustrated with himself. Um, 
at the end of it, he was talking to me about it and just, he was really frustrated, but so proud of him. He played amazing, um, especially kind of, I think he impressed a lot of people for not being that type of player for always just being inner geekdom. So to kind of bring out some regular cinema knowledge was really impressive and so proud of him. Great pulls from him. Um, loving the new character, loving he's going to make a great face. I think he was really great at that. Um, and just the commitment to a, a character bit has always been like a strong suit of his. So I'm uh, really excited to see this Hornet character and how it develops because he's doing so awesome so far. And uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a great teammate with Liz. I think they had really great chemistry and I think they're going to be a solid team. So really excited for his debut in teams. And yeah, Ty and uh, Whitney, solid team as well. But I think they're maybe are a little too similar in strengths that I don't know how it's going to go. So like um, not a lot of kind of tape on Ty, I think enough to really kind of pick up on a weakness for him, um, aside from horror maybe, but then Whitney's good in horror. So, you know, I think there's some areas where they balance each other, but I think for the most part, it feels like maybe they kind of have a similar type of, of, uh, film information. So we'll see so far, solid team though. So then <laughs> we move into my match against even the big Friday night Titans match. My first match of the new season, Definitely felt really good walking out with my boys, like uh, just felt so excited. Um, You know, I was really nervous because obviously this is Ethan Irwin. It's a big kind of build up and, you know, the betrayal and, and trying to kind of get some redemption from that. So a lot of pressure also kind of just coming off a really good season, comeback player of the year and that kind of pressure just built up. But Kaiser was just telling me to breathe and breathe. And like it was to the point where I kept breathing so much that like they had to tell me to like stop breathing so loud because it was like picking up on the mic so I had to like not breathe so heavy because you know and you know so usually with my matches I'm not as detailed I always kind of since since I lived it I like to kind of just talk about it off the cuff so no specific really details getting into my match I'm just gonna kind of talk about it from kind of what I remember but um was really kicking myself with the six day seven nights because I actually love that movie I own that movie I've seen it a billion times and I just blanked I just completely blanked on the title and just kicking myself as the rom-coms girl as that person as somebody who actually loves that movie I was so pissed that I just gave up that point on that one and could not remember that title so that was kind of the only thing around one that was really getting to me um was missing that then uh, I end up spinning first. I get modern classics, I believe, and I spin away. I think the thought behind that was that it's just a, too broad and it's kind of weird what qualifies as modern classics and stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to be more honed in and specific. And then I end, ended up landing on courtroom dramas, which is also very broad. So I did have a, a tough round there. I got the first two correct and then got the... um the Chicago seven question. I was dancing around sixties or seventies. Those were the two decades I was thinking. Um, but I wasn't sure. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go for it. I'm just going to check down. And, um, I went with seventies. And so that gave him the opening right there to get that one point steal. But luckily it was just the one point. Um, then with the dark waters question, like I felt very confident that it was black water. Like I felt so confident that that's what it was called. So that's why I didn't check down. 
but luckily he didn't pick up the steal because he didn't put the ass on it. So that I felt good about not giving him a huge two point steal there, but it was two points just not in my, in my bucket. So that kind of hurt me there as well. And then just again, just a blanking moment of Sydney Lumet. Like I, we covered 12 angry men on the show. I love that movie. Um, I know it's Sydney Lumet and even Mark said it like he could tell I knew it, but I had to check down. So I got it on multiple choice. So everything else I got uh, and, you know, was confident about it, but it was just really frustrating. Those kinds of moments where I just had those falters Ugh. and then he ends up getting Sam Jackson and goes perfect. Um, so obviously that's probably what he put on the wheel. Um, and those questions felt pretty, pretty, you know, gettable. So he goes completely perfect. So then that puts me at a deficit going into the final round. Um, I get my two point question. Uh, when I hear it's Batman Returns, I'm like literally looking at Brandon because that's kind of our thing. He knows that's like my favorite Batman movie. He knows how much I love Batman Returns. We were on a action guy show uh, talking about Batman Returns together. And so it was kind of like a bonding thing for us. So when I got that Batman Returns question, I just looked at him and smiled. So if you see me kind of looking and smiling, I'm looking at Brandon because I'm like, Batman Returns, dude, Batman Returns. Um, then the uh, three-point question, who directed uh, World War Z? I honestly just couldn't remember. Like I knew it was a name that I knew. I knew it was a director I was, was aware of, um, but just couldn't pull his name. And, and like, so it wasn't like a, a total blank. It was just like, it's one of those directors, like every time I hear that it's him, I always kind of think, oh, it, yeah, it was him. And it's it's always kind of like a familiar surprise remembering that it's that director. But no way could I have, you know, just had that information in the back of my head. So missed the three and then getting that five. Um, I didn't really know it until I, the like halfway through the the first repeat and then I ended up just using all the repeats because I'm like let's just be 100% as sure as we can be so when they said video game that got me when they said um uh, Scott Wolf that got me so those were kind of the keys that got me thinking it was Double Dragon um but I wanted to be sure. So I just went through everything and got it. So I'm glad that I had moments. Like my whole thing is if I, I lose, at least I want to play well and I want to have some shiny moments in the match. And I think I did that. I had some good pulls. You know, I started out, you know, I drew first blood in the first round. I like pulled, was pulling my first couple questions in round two, feeling okay about that. Um, not having him not get the two points steal off of me. So I had moments in that match. Ethan ends up, you know, that wasn't enough for me to get it. Ethan gets his questions and wins the match. So, you know, I fought hard. I just had some, you know, blanks. First match of the season, playing a huge player, um, you know, nervous energy, you know, new faction, expectations, new studio, live again, all of these things just building up. So under the circumstances, I think I played pretty solid or my first match out proud of myself you know my boys had my back and it was just kind of great to be back in that environment again but definitely a bit nerve-wracking playing such a great player like Ethan um so yeah really bummed I did not get that redemption win but just kind of the energy of being with my friends and being in that environment again and this whole kind of new format with the show I just had fun like Literally after the Riley match, like I cried because I was so embarrassed at how I played. 
so many people just thought I was easily going to take that match. It was like just another loss after a string of losses. And I took that one so hard that like I went home and cried. Like I wanted to cry at my seat. I wanted to cry at the table. I wanted to cry all that rest of the day after that loss. It was very hard. But after this loss, I I didn't want to cry. I was just happy to be playing again in this live setting to have a really interesting kind of story that I was telling and getting to kind of do things that I was always kind of nervous about. And now I'm doing them and feeling good about how I'm doing them. And I played well and um, just getting to do this with my friends. I was able to really just enjoy the fun aspect of everything and really just be excited about this new season and everything we're doing and getting to do with my friends and and just seeing it, the effort that everybody's putting in to just make this a really cool, interesting thing. Um, All of that was enough to not make me really dwell on the loss. So do I wish I would have won? Of course. So hopefully I can face Ethan down the line, maybe in teams, depending on, you know, what's going to happen with the teammate for me. So we'll see where that goes because I definitely, I have been trying, I've been saying on every after show and on this show and everywhere that I have wanted to take a seat, step back from singles and want to focus on teams, get a solid partner and make a run in teams. I, you know, went two matches into a tournament with Ethan. We almost went three matches into that tournament or more. Um, me and Jacoby had that insane match. Then that doesn't happen. Then I played with Jeff. That doesn't happen. So all of these things just happen to me that just kill my shots at teams. <sighs> Definitely a bummer. Um, so hopefully, you know, I've talked to Kaiser, talked to Kevin and told him that that's definitely something I want to focus on. So we'll see if we can make that happen. And this will be my year to, you know, really delve into teams Um, because that's something I've been trying to do for literally like three seasons now. Um, But yeah, really solid match. I think I played great. Really proud of myself. Excited to be with the dungeon. And uh, yeah, hopefully I can kick Ethan's ass and other aspects of this game. Um, But glad I have a home. I have a home now and I have the best support system I could have um, to take me all the way. Uh, so then we do get a big announcement after the match uh, of a Barbarian playing Sam Levine. So definitely going to be an exciting match to see Sam getting back in the ring. Really fun. Uh, and then we have a scene of uh, <laughs> fan favorites manager Adam Witt talking to JTE. JTE getting pissed that he got beaten by Brandon and saying, you know, he's a great teams player. He wants to get back into teams. And who is going to be his partner? Paul Preston, the Paul Preston. Uh, so definitely gonna be an interesting team. I kind of like it. Uh, you know, love Adam Witt. So really excited to see what he does as the fan favorites manager. Like he really did a lot of solid calls and 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 really thoughtful challenges and really stepped up for his players um, when Kaiser couldn't be there in the dungeon. So, you know, really excited to kind of see him managing. Um, and he's a lot of fun and really exciting to to see, you know, his rapport with everybody. And he's really funny. So I'm really excited to see how this team plays out. And uh, Adam is a full fledged manager, not just a, uh, you know, interim manager. 
so yeah that was the second episode of friday night titans the machine has a home uh played her first match lost her first match but still doing okay feeling strong still and excited for what's to come the rest of this season i hope you guys have enjoyed it i hope you guys are enjoying what is happening so far in the show i think it's really exciting and special and i hope you guys think that too and are enjoying it and supporting the show Um, with all the likes and shares and comments and all of the things because a lot of people are putting a lot of work into really making this happen the way it's happening um, and bringing you guys a really solid new product and um, so I hope you see that what's going into it and really you know helping the show uh, be the best it can be because I'm really excited to be a part of this Um, and I'm really excited that I'm kind of back in that fun headspace of it all um, that I'm not, you know, crying after losses because, uh, yeah, it's just fun again. So, yeah. <laughs> so I guess that'll do it for another episode of Machine Mondays. Thank you guys so much for supporting and listening to the show. But of course, this isn't the only show you can find on the It's a Wonderful podcast feed. We have Morgan Hasn't Seen every Wednesday. We're a force Morgan to watch movies he hasn't seen. Right now, we are in the middle of Will Ferrell movies. Morgan actually really hates Will Ferrell. He watched Elf once and decided he just did not like Will Ferrell. He didn't like what he was doing in that movie. He thought he was annoying and a buffoon and swore never to watch a Will Ferrell movie again. But our wonderful, it's a wonderful podcast patrons voted in a poll to make him watch Will Ferrell movies. So this is where we are (laughs) right now. But I'm trying to go easy on him, uh, really kind of take my time and let him um, watch the 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 range of Will Ferrell so this week we are talking uh, everything must go uh, so he'll get to see the serious side and and hopefully reserve judgment until next week when we're talking Step Brothers. <laughs> also voted by the wonderful people of Twitter uh, to make him watch I had to throw one crazy one in there uh, so definitely a lot of fun happening on Morgan Hasn't Seen on our Wednesday show. Uh, and of course, we have the main show. It's a wonderful podcast every Friday where we celebrate classic films. I switch off hosting duties every other week with our other great co-host, Nolan Dean. Uh, so Morgan and Nolan will be talking something fun this week, I'm sure, uh, as they usually do. And then I'll be on next week. And we just celebrated our 200th episode. We actually did a really special episode for that where the three of us kind of got on and went through all the decades we cover on the show from the 30s to the 70s and picked three films from each of those decades uh, that we've covered on the show and talked about why we love those movies. So really great kind of discussion, breaking down movies we've covered in the past uh, and really celebrating our big 200th episode of doing that show it's really special just highlighting classic films so please check it out if you can uh give it a like and really just celebrate our podcast feed because we're trying to do some fun stuff over there we've got you covered every monday with machine mondays every wednesday with morgan hasn't seen and every friday with it's a wonderful podcast find the it's a wonderful podcast feed all places podcasts can be found we also have the it's a wonderful podcast youtube channel we try to do some fun stuff over there uh watch alongs live discussions on you know things like the batman and um any new movies that are coming out so please check that out uh it's a wonderful podcast on youtube like share subscribe do all of the things um, we also have this wonderful podcast, Patreon, which I mentioned before, some really fun tiers at the lowest tier. You get a shout out on an episode of one of our shows. You get to vote in polls and force Morgan to watch things he has, he hasn't seen. He maybe doesn't want to see, <laughs> um, you get behind the scenes on my artwork. Uh, you get monthly artwork at certain tiers, custom art, 
um, fun little videos, uh, videos of me doing like breakdowns of my favorite things. I'm doing a, a weekly series called Janine Hasn't Seen where I watch a movie I've never seen and kind of discuss it uh, for the patrons. So um, all kinds of fun stuff on the Patreon. Morgan does some really fun, you know, unique videos talking about his movie collection and new movies he's gotten. Um, so yeah, a lot of fun things going on at the Patreon. So if you want to support Morgan and I, please check out the It's a Wonderful podcast feed patreon at it's a wonderful one on patreon.com um and find the show on twitter at it's a wonderful one find me on twitter at janine debean underscore uh janine debean on instagram and tiktok if you want to get any merch for any of our shows you can find that at my tea public shop at g9design.tpublic.com and if you want to purchase any of my art in print form you can find that at my big cartel shop g9design.bigcartel.com Woo! So I think that'll do it guys for another episode of Machine Mondays. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting. And until next time, XO, XO, Machine out.